0: Mouse and wings, and
1: mouse
0: and wings, wow. and a mouse and wings, wow. mouse and wings, and mouse and wings, and mouse and wings, and. Haha! Hey. It's mouse and wings. Here we are. Here we are. We are on our way to the West Side Comedy Club, club or, or something. West Side Theater. Right. We're driving from the Glendale
2: side of the world over to Santa Monica. And I came down on a train to do this big night because Ween's friend is doing a um, his first night of stand-up tonight, right? This
0: is crazy. My friend Chris Taylor is a camera operator he's a dp and a camera operator i worked with him for three seasons on murder in the first and for some reason he has gotten himself involved in this crazy situation where it's called the virgin sacrifice and it's a thing it's a comedy deal where big headliners will open up for this one person who has never done comedy before Ah! so that's my friend chris and uh
2: biggest fear oh can you imagine i can't imagine how did he find it how do you get into it how do you know about it i don't
0: know i didn't even i should have called him and talked to him about it i i want to find out the backstory so let's maybe we can interview him so how did you get involved and in, can you describe what this show is that you did
3: well it's called mouse and weens <laughs> ever doing it so you would know more about uh, wait, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> How did I get involved with the, the virgin sacrifice? Yeah. Basically, you-, you know, if you've never done stand-up before, but you want to try, you could, you know, um, this particular um, club with uh, this hostess, you would uh, basically fill their club for them on a, on a weeknight and get to make a fool of yourself.
0: So what was the process? They say, okay, you're the guy, and do you need, do they offer you help to f- to kind of form your set? It, do they give you
3: a time limit too?
0: The time limit as well?
3: I don't remember if she said how long it was gonna be. I assumed it was five minutes because that's kind of the going thing for like open mics and things like that. And I literally asked the night before, I was like, wait, it's five minutes, right? Because that was the hardest part for me, was keeping it to five minutes, because I just have so many ramblings about crazy stuff. Um, And the night of, well, first of all, she did say, yeah, and if you want to like, you know, run your stuff by me or whatever to, you know, I can kind of give you pointers or whatever, I'm available anytime. I'm like, okay, that's cool. No, thanks. And uh, oh, really? Um, you turned yeah, it and down. Wow, she said I was the only person to ever turn her down. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. But the reason I did was you know, when you know most of the people there, it's like, I ah, just go with shock value, <laughs> oh <my laughs> they God. think you they think they know you.
2: <clears throat> yeah, well, the joke that stood out to me was when you unzipped your pants and uh, oh, yeah. stood there wow. with your boxers out for a while. That was that was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that was bold. Oh.
3: I was planning to leave them open the whole time, but the guy in the front that I didn't know was like very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I should have told him, like, dude, you know nothing's going to happen. They're backwards, yeah. you know? <laughs> and also with stage fright, I'm not going to have like pink steel or anything like that. Like, know. You know what?
0: I looked over a couple of times at you because I was like, Oh my gosh, to have to sit and watch, you know, six comedians before you. <laughs> yeah. How was that? What was your, what were you experiencing?
3: Well, it's funny because I was going through these cycles of paying attention to their, their, the technical side of their structure and, things like that and paying attention to the red light and of course not paying attention to how long they had after that but and who was using notes and who wasn't using notes and things like that they and so started, right? huh didn't they always set the last guy everyone was like had some sort of a note kind of system um for me i just need like a couple word reminders of what the bit is about. Did
0: you do open mic in preparation for this just to kind of, or was that something totally separate without knowing you were going to,
3: I did a couple of classes at um, UCB, uh, which are improv. And that helped a lot with thinking quick on your feet and, you know, not being, um, not having stage fright or whatever. And of course there's a little bit, but, you know, I was like, my first iteration of the bit of the whole set was just play super nervous the, the whole time and just make it super awkward. And um, I backed off from that, but I still kept the nervous thing in there because I figured if I was, I can use it. And if I'm not, it'll be easy. And so I was just a little bit. And so by playing it, I was actually maybe less nervous. So,
0: there you go. Uh, that's
3: so smart. yeah, I just kind of did that. I mean, that's why I, you know, unzipped my pants at the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: clears throat> And you know what was nice is that you pointed out that you were nervous and you kind of, you just commented on the moment that was happening. Like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. Thanks everybody for coming. This is amazing. I'm so friggin' nervous being up here, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it sort of makes all of us not nervous for you, you know, right. kind of right. all there together. So that was really smart.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing is, I mean, I'll tell you a, a secret is like, I kind of cheated. It was, a, I was a virgin in that I'd never really done that in front of my friends and stuff. I've done like two open mics where nobody really knew me. And um, so I didn't really feel like they counted. One of them was okay, it actually went pretty well, and the other one was like blah. But the thing is, like, it was the same as the improv theater, which is everybody there for the most part wanted me to, to succeed. Yeah. So that kind of takes some pressure off when you're doing an open mic. I feel like they don't because they're all there to do their shit and they hope they're better than you. Right. So that's the major, major difference. And one of the reasons why I wanted to do this. Smart. So when this came up as when I was like, maybe I should try that. Um, Because, you know, if you don't do well, it's just the audience that sucks. Right. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> exactly it's all their fault
2: no
0: but i mean it's really a testimony to failing and getting back up and doing it again and i think that's one of the biggest things i am totally guilty of failing and never doing it again because it was so painful but really you have to it's just life and you have to get up and do it again and possibly fail again and that's what makes you stronger and it took me a really long time to learn that so good for you for having a shitty open mic experience and then doing this. That's Absolutely. Hey, yep. So, did anybody come up to you afterwards, like some of the other comics, and really give you a pat on the back, or how'd that go?
3: Um, well, Nicole did. She she was you know the the guide and the the host of it all. And, and um, I went I went out to the street after to the uh, where people are hanging out and spoke to um, to Brian, who is you know the the heavy hitter guy and um he was like yeah that was really good you know you did great blah, blah blah and he he and his friend and um through talking to them i heard they didn't actually they weren't actually around for the show they didn't really listen but because it turns out they were in the green room and they're like we could hear people laughing and what oh. i know from being in that green room is it was really muffled like i could hear people laughing i could not hear his jokes mm-hmm. uh, unless I tried really hard, but he was back there with his friend. They were blowing each other, so they couldn't hear me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, assume, I, I mean, I asked them if they were, and they, they said they were, so.
2: Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. true. Most
0: comics do that in the green rooms immediately when their sets are over. They start yeah. blowing each other. It's
2: weird. <laughs> All right, my dear. Well, we're glad to say we could know you when, and we'll we'll mm-hmm. keep a. Keep us on the short list for inviting us out to to your gigs. That'd be fun to watch you grow. Very all cool.
0: All right. Yay. What'd you think of all that business?
2: I thought that guy has cojones. I don't know how he could do that. That's so scary. But good for him. Would you do it?
0: I would love to talk to the comedians and find out the first stand-up experience
2: yeah there's something i s- i heard or saw i think it's online a video thing uh the time i bombed it's something about every comedian's first time bombing it's oh, really wow. cute yeah like because that's That'd always be fun it's gonna happen i mean it's inevitable yeah but oh uh, i think you should do I know, it that's great. i think you should take some classes and do it will you oh my gosh You'd be so good. Wow,
0: you've asked me this before. You really, I would, it would take a minute to, uh, sure, (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be fun to try. It'd be fun to try and just do it for the experience and who knows how it would go. Yeah. I say yes to life. I love it. Yay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, but you have to also.
2: Well, that's where it might fall apart. Um. (laughs) (laughs) maybe down here in San Diego if I find something easy to start Uh, off with dip my little mouse toe in the water of comedy but
0: I'm so you're not interested at all I would
2: rather be behind the scenes I really am more comfortable like I could be a writer I could be a puncher upper um yeah I don't know I'm not okay we'll get there maybe after kids are launched a little more and
0: Yeah, it might be something just for the experience, and I would imagine it's um, totally different, but maybe like Toastmasters, where you have to force yourself to get, if you did a few open mics and got up in front of a crowd. Is it the fear of public speaking, or just...
2: I don't know, I don't know what it is, yeah, I guess it's just the unknown, and being in front of people, to be judged, and getting the laughs, and that's the goal, Mm
0: -hmm. I but can't I, believe I compared it to Toastmasters. It's nothing like that. But I guess the fear of just being public—I well, would say that could help you to get up. Yeah, maybe. that's
2: what everybody fears: is being public speaking. So it's a version of With that. Add really the element of crazy version, and it's hard to write jokes. I think it's hard to have a well-written joke and the timing and the delivery, everything.
0: Oh, so much. Right? You have a natural knack, though. For mm. I mean, mm. yes, I think mm. it's
2: your new calling.
0: Anyway, that was awesome that Chris did that. I'm, I'm like, oh,
2: I know. Good for you. Good for him. He was awesome. So and yeah, we
0: were at the comedy club. So it was cool because you came down on the train. It's up because I'm up in LA. You're down in San Diego. <laughs> we
2: always have to do this north south thing. <laughs> it's so You're stupid. You're coming down to San Diego, Julianne. <laughs> but um, so Point. We were I took at the, the club. Train. You took the train, you came up here. Beautiful train trip, eh? Yep. Except I sat next to someone who I'm pretty sure pooped their pants. <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> it was, was the lady across from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, she kept sending me pictures of she's like, "Who did it?" And She kept sending me pictures of the people on the train. Oh, I was pretty and... sure it was the
2: woman. And you she had that face. It was a whole thing. She was there with her son, but her son was like splayed out, little uh, little tired looking, little little sweatpants wearing could have been him. Pretty, pretty sure it was her, but it could have been him. And then their stop came, and they got up and left. And it was that awful poop smell. Like as a mom, you know it. It's that like dried. It's been in your underwear for a while. You think oh, you get used to it, so you don't smell it, but other people do. And um, oh boy, yeah, they got up and left, and so all the train doors were open. I was like, yes, okay, the smell's gone. It was definitely them. I took a picture out the window and everything. I'm like, there she is. And uh, the train doors closed and the air wasn't moving anymore. The smell was still, <laughs> still. there. It was the lady next <laughs> there to was me one and the, uh, and then there were none. And then yeah, so it was definitely her and um wow. She pooped her pants. I get it. I've, Aww. you know, we've all had a moment, but I digress. So I ended up in LA. You came yes. and got me and then we went
0: to this show. We took an Uber lift. Lyft. What we took a Lyft. We'll just yeah, all the way to Santa Monica. Yep, it took twelve hours uh, at four
2: p.m. <laughs> Julianne we got there. Hates traffic. We got to, but that's why we got the Uber so you could here. enjoy the back seat. And it was nice. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy I it? I loved it. It's great.
0: And then we went to the club. It was in this cool place. It's the Westside Comedy Theater. Yeah. Am I right? Right. Okay. I believe so. And um, and yeah, so we went there, and there were five I think five comics that opened mm-hmm. which you know they're normally headliners which is the whole fun of this thing is that Chris the newbie virgin does his five minutes and all these wonderful amazing comics so the and- lineup
2: is Nicole Blaine she was the one who came up with the concept I believe and hosts the show and finds the comics and kind of coaches them then we had Lachlan Patterson who was hilarious he had Curly hair, really funny. New dad, great jokes. Barry Rothbart, he was funny. Lori Kilmartin, she's a pretty big name. She was there talking about You don't remember Barry. Her kid. I know, I can't remember Barry. Maybe that's <laughs> when the, the beer hit the system and I was a little overwhelmed. Okay, sorry. I don't know. Um, and then my favorite well, first and then the headliner was Brian Callan, who's from Mad TV, and I guess he was on the Goldbergs and he was on the hangover. What was he, the bartender on the hangover, you said? Something uh, like someone that. Someone
0: else told us that and
2: I don't I don't remember him. I didn't watch that movie, but once Yes. But he was really funny. He was quick and like well versed and quite the actor up there. He was really good. He was good. But the guy right before him that walked up, who I thought I saw walk by in the audience and it turned out to be him, was Chris Fairbanks. Chris Fairbanks, and Joe's favorite. I happen to have like a relationship with him online <laughs> because I've listened to his podcast with Karen Kilgariff. <laughs> it's a one-sided relationship. Yeah, it's I know, two-sided. right? Um, for like two years or so, and it's called Do You Need a Ride? I've mentioned it here a bunch of times, and it's great. They drive around L.A. and just talk about whatever they see they pick up friends and drive them around so it's usually other comedians or actors and i just really really like him he's a very cool guy he seems very down to earth and nice and emotional and all good things and i've even told you like he would be a great guy for you so Aww. we That's got so to talk to you, him. Uh, yes yeah.
0: so how did that all work out we were sitting there we were watching i think the show and you Brian was done. We
2: all clapped and no, your buddy was done. He finished the show, Chris Taylor. So once he was done, we clapped, we all stood up and you were going to go talk to him and buddies and stuff. And I went over to to Chris Fairbanks and tapped him on the shoulder and said, hi. And he's like really nice. Hi. And I said, I'm Joelle from mouse and Weens. Our logo looks like this. And he said, oh yeah, yeah. I remember you guys. And, um, so we started talking. Didn't you
0: say he was a graphic designer and then he. Yeah. He's attention to logos. Yeah. yeah. He
2: said something about that. That's right. I'm an artist or, a, you know, I gravitate toward the arties stuff. So I always ask that, like, what's your logo look like? And so, yeah, I remember that. And something like that. It was really nice. and That's cool. Yeah. And so we just started talking. That's when you came in and said, hi, I'm Julianne. I'm her sister. And we're going to record you if that's okay for our podcast. And he was like, okay. Yeah. And, uh, So we just started... Super
0: nice guy. We kind of did that ambush because it was in the moment and it it was just a
2: lovely time to talk to Chris because
0: you already talked about how you like him.
2: Got it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was just, it was neat. It was an opportunity to chat with someone that... It's funny, podcasting, you feel like you get to know someone or, you know, if you listen to a morning radio show or whatever, who shares their life, you kind of feel like, oh, okay, yeah, they're my buddy. You just know them but it's kind of odd because it's very one-sided so they don't know you and yeah but i don't know he seemed very open and appreciative and yeah nice. super sweet yeah. very very so nice so we just
0: so we just did our <laughs> in the moment interview yeah. and also wayne fetterman who is a really great comedian you should look him up he was on curb your enthusiasm and he did the second part of the show with his improv group mm-hmm which um, they kind of seem similar to the style that Upright Citizens Brigade, where they have a monologist, which means you, someone throws out a random word, and then Wayne, who's this great comedian, did uh, his monologue from scratch, just remembering a story, and then everybody on the team, his improv team, goes up and performs these sketches based off of this random word that he told the story about.
2: Right. Does that make sense? Yep. And in, in his case, it was Perfect. like Canada. And so he talked about growing up and stories about Canada and they kept riffing on. It was really cool. It was something I hadn't seen before. Yeah. So I really liked it. But um, in the meantime, be- between shows, we talked to Chris and then Wayne walked up and talked to us for a little bit. So you'll hear him. And yeah. So should we pop it in here? Cool. Okay. Yep.
0: Bye. Okay, we're here with Chris Fairbanks. Uh It's a very exciting interview tonight. We're over at the
4: what is this called again? Mm -hmm. Westside Comedy. Westside Comedy Theater. That's the full title. Yeah. In Santa Monica.
2: In Santa Monica.
4: Where I used to
2: live. I happen to know this. I know. I'm like a weird stalker, but he just moved from this area. So what are you doing back? I'm doing. I
4: was. at a show in Encinitas.
2: Near me. I'm down in. Oh, okay. And then
4: on the way back, I stopped here. It worked out great. Nice.
2: Okay. Are you this doing the second show, too? No. I'll just okay. uh, right. I'll
4: probably wander around the promenade. Nice.
2: Good. So how, can I ask... some yes. window shopping at closed <laughs> I stores. I loved your first joke. That was fun. That was good. Oh,
4: I don't even remember what Our I did. I woke know. up... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, yeah. They have yes. naked... Women in the men's bathroom, which I, means little kids go in there and they just see boobs. Right,
2: right. right
4: it's now. not the way I want to see him for the first time.
2: No, <laughs> no. And I have a 13-year-old who I just found on his phone uh, history started looking for boob pictures. You know what? What do, do? I do?
4: if it's looking for boob pictures, that's fine. It's just, it? I'm. It's weird because I just get jealous because when I was a kid, I was little ma- little pieces of magazines and cutouts, and I'd like hold them in my pocket and run and to a field.
2: And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know we give them these things and yeah, they can get
4: yeah that but is scary I think about it all the time is that responsible like,
2: as a parent should I take this phone away or what do I no, do no
4: I think you can like just go to a store and be like how do I monitor everything
2: firewall 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 yeah
4: keyword keyword
2: Yes. think of all the words yeah Kylie Jenner came up yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, Rihanna. rack big rack the
4: word body.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, Adam Sandler (laughs) movies. That's where his gateway was, I think. He watched some Adam Sandler movies and all of a sudden It's funny.
4: Have you watched Adam Sandler do stand-up now?
2: I I thought it I his rap song, but
4: I expected it to be a series of fart jokes and it was the I like cried during it. Really? Oh, it's so good. Was movies are like you expected? Did you see it? Yeah, I loved awesome. it. I watched, watched it. I I've watched I'm it, and then I watched it. again. Me too, but I'm I stuck like, with it. I know he's. I good. He's the like movies are dumb. You're all dick jokes, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no you no. gotta watch the okay. special. Then it's okay. like really surprising how smart his stand-up yeah. was. Yeah. I was like, it,
0: you, these you these are send are me the wallet, watch keys. Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 yeah. Full ball keys.
0: Yeah, but it's so wonderful, Chris Farley.
4: And just the I jokes, the one it, yeah. about the ghost, and while he's trying to take a dick pic for it, just yeah. have a conversation. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> obscure, weird. weird. I love how much you, yeah. 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 Is yeah. so
2: it matured, because he's like married with kids?
4: Has it- I think that he just is, I think he's just like, stand-up is hard, I'm gonna pay attention to it and be really good at it. And he's like, oh, movies, whatever, I can do whatever, and people will like it. Right, I feel right. like the yeah, stand-up yeah. part.
0: Right, that's his outlet now. And
4: yeah, yeah. I am a, I can't.
0: But then he whips out punch drunk glove, and then you know, like he always had a real strong. Right, there's surrounding
4: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that movie. Uh, well, enough about Adam's set. Yeah,
2: <laughs> really? How's your new apartment going? He was hanging murals and textures. Like,
4: well, and now I'm like, want to go full National Park theme with my bedroom because I have this uh, pine tree wall, and I think I'm just going to get some potted pine trees some sort of a heat source that looks that's a faux fireplace and then i think i'm going to put a tent over my bed and be really weird oh my and God, like that's so funny. i have pictures and i'm like You're oh serious. okay i'm going to yeah yeah
2: so real trees growing them in norse
4: yeah potted ones oh. but the background i i mean i'm not going to show you pictures cuz that makes for bad podcast
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm down
4: i love it each her. area of my house i have like little themes i'm like here's the modern uh, I'm really excited about smart. it. That's
2: good. And I haven't
4: been working. I'm just buying things on Amazon. I'm really blowing it. I don't... I'm like, whatever. I'm focusing on my rental... Rent That I put wallpaper in that will not be removed. Right. When I have to move out of that apartment, you, I'm going to have to just fucking burn it down. Did you ask
2: the landlord first? No. <laughs> yeah.
4: She oh. said, do whatever you want. But really? I didn't okay. know wallpaper stuck. <laughs> like, just the residual on the trim, I've had to, like... Oh, I had to, like, put Goog on and yeah. scrape it off. It's- he
2: did an Instagram story of the painter's tape. I think I showed you that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. were so mad. Well, so funny.
4: I mean, okay, I am going to show you a picture. <laughs> Look at this. He's whipping out the phone. Oh, okay, so, I want to do something like that. That's at a hotel in South oh, Lake. Oh, my God. I'd, really like, be it. all the way weird about it. It's a picture of... You know a fireplace going and
0: going a wooded garden. wall. Like that's that's What's the that wall word? I did in oh, my
4: room. Awesome. So if I put pine trees up in there, like in potted plants, and that's then awesome. and then do that, do uh, that kind of thing, I'm so excited about it. Yeah,
2: this is uh, really very cool. Well, this guy loves snowboarding and yeah. And skateboarding and grew up in Montana. Yes. Our mom
4: lives in Idaho, so we're yes. not too far away. Wait, where? I'm going to
2: Boise on uh, Friday. Idaho Falls. So she's like southeast corner. I was going Ty to uh, Jack- Twin
4: Falls and the oh, yeah. uh, thing didn't oh, work out. It didn't oh. work out, yeah. yeah. They I don't know, out.
2: is that your crowd? Do you like the... the-
4: Boise, yes. Really? Boise is
2: great. I'm going
4: to. uh, uh, No, it's just a cool town. It's like every state has one of these pocket towns. Everyone has their own Austin or Missoula, where otherwise, no offense to all of Idaho, but Coeur d'Alene's pretty, but you're going to run into some (laughs) MAGA hats. Uh, It's a nice place to water ski if you don't talk about politics. We're black people. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, so Hayden big, Lake and all, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, roughly. so. I think a lot of them moved to, like, Illinois. Like oh, really? the, the Hayden Lake white supremacy stuff, like, got out of... Portland. And they're proud of it. Like, they're like, yeah, we got rid of those weirdos. You know, it's like getting okay. rid of a Cub Scout camp or something. Like <clears> so, <throat> so I can't
3: fast.
0: believe it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris had, um, what, a hip, a knee? A hip. A hip
4: replacement, a hip replacement. yeah, hip replacement. yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: my god. I is this from snowboarding injuries or...?
4: I don't know, I, it just uh, happened and I got it replaced and it, I feel like it keeps getting better and last night at that show in Encinitas one of the comments was this uh, funny surfer girl who's, I I drank a little at the show and so I stayed at her parents' house. They had a guest room and I woke up and her dad was like this Laird Hamilton like 60-year-old waterman surf guy and he had the same, he went like 15 years ago, he went to India to get my surgery, surgery. and he's like, it keeps getting better. I just keep getting, like he really got me excited about the progression of the healing like it doesn't plateau with feeling good yeah and he's like every year at the 10 year mark i started running again he's like it's not yeah so he got me all excited about it and then he made me a smoothie with all kinds of anti-inflammatory powders in it
2: about you? Two yeah, yeah. There's,
4: there's like a mushroom powder i to be honest i felt great all day except for the diarrhea yeah it was like uh. You know, what kind I, of
2: mushrooms already. Yeah, oh, I
4: don't stable. remember. I wrote it all down. It Him and his wife long. were like, "Here's all the. Yeah. tomatoes.
0: yeah, that's like very hippie." Yeah, and, they were yeah. the coolest. Tonight, were you trying out new
4: material or what? What no, did this? I did some old stuff, and I feel like it came out. I was tired. Oh, that the, the guy year. when he made me a smoothie, it was like at six in the morning, oh, and I already didn't day. sleep because I'm in a stranger's house, yeah. and then I drove. From there, and then I uh, had some drinks on the promenade, and then by, by the time it was time for the show, I'm like, oh, I, it's time to sleep. <laughs> and then I'm like, That's so hard. Do like you a can laid lose
0: when you drink for the show, or does it sometimes get you too loose where for
4: you forget stuff? Or? Oh yeah, no, it's not it's a practice. Fun. Yeah, but I usually try and monitor it. Two drinks. That's before each show. Yeah. Do, you,
2: do you still get nervous before you go up? Always, yeah. I, yeah. Really? You've been doing this forever, right?
4: I get nervous brushing my teeth. I just am not not a... Uh, Some nervous person? But I am... Once I'm on stage, I'm not nervous. I just fine. get nervous before.
2: I love I your... I think you said it once that... You kind of oh, like to
1: stutter and no, make a feel.
2: Hi, awkward. Wayne. Hey, how, how are you? The podcast. It, is <laughs> it is. I know,
0: I know. She just said it. What, what is your name?
1: Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to... Wayne Fetterman. Wayne, Wayne Fetterman. Wayne Fetterman.
0: You're the main guy. Tell us um, about your Jesus. biggest fear.
1: My One of my biggest fears is slipping and landing on an, an ever-ending razor blade.
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. My sister and I used to talk about this all the time. So a water
1: slide yes. made of razor blades. No, I'm talking about one razor blade okay. that you slide on. Never ending. But it doesn't cut you in half. It's just it just hurts for a long time. When I was a kid, my sister
4: would like babysit me. She'd no, she would say (laughs) to scare me, she'd say, What if you're sliding down a slide of razor blades and then you land in a pool of alcohol? She'd Oh she's older and it would freak me out. I'm like I would think about Like a Mach 10 razor, like of slides, cutting my butt and legs. It was horrifying. it's weird that that's your biggest fear. That is one of yeah. And
1: also, I'm afraid. I don't want to say what my other one is because I don't want to manifest it. (laughs) I'm not worried about manifesting that What does one. it
0: have to do with in the wheelhouse? I wheel can't, house, I, don't even really? I, don't <laughs> even I don't even want
1: it. I don't even want to, I don't even want to.
0: Superstitious. But uh, yeah, yeah,
1: that's it, yeah, that one is.
0: I think the razor blade's pretty intense. Well, yeah.
1: uh, it's fanciful, but the other one could actually happen. Yeah. And that's another fear of mine. Maybe you get to know me yeah, better. So. What is happening here?
0: we hijacked Chris for our podcast. Really? Yeah. He's a brilliant comedian. He's a
1: brilliant comedian. Yes. Oh, wait. oh, you know, I've said it before, and yeah. very good on podcasts. Yeah, oh, but amazing. I
3: have to say, I, I've been
1: honored. in. A, I've done dozens of, hundreds of podcasts. I think I've done over a hundred now. This is the best environment to, to be taping one. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, this
0: yeah. is what we've heard. Non-
1: non-cleared music in the background.
0: <laughs> of one of
1: them. Right, like right. They <laughs> four years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They need you.
1: All right, I got it. I'm going to use the Russians. Thank you,
2: Wayne. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. We're being so selfish no,
1: with no, you. No, no, no.
2: Are best. you, Are you, like, needing to... You're going to hang out? Yeah, I'm probably going yeah. you to know,
4: the bathroom after,
2: after Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> huh? can, can I... Personal questions. Dating
4: life. Do you yeah, ever talk yeah. about dating life? How? What's your dating no, life? No, I keep it kind of private. I, uh, just because I just, if I was in a full on relationship, I'd talk about it all the time. Yeah. But it's always like a point of contention or confusion or fleeting, and, I, and it's so hard to like. Even when I get excited about someone, it ends up getting disappointed. And I'm like, well, I wish I had said this four months ago.
2: Right. And then it lives on forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's more
4: emotional than talking about something like a car you like and then all of a sudden does that make sense you know what I'm saying like I I just am more tight lipped about it and with stand up I've always felt like I'm not going to be a masculine guy I'm not kind of like what Brian Callum was doing after like acting macho and then yeah it was fun to watch because I'm like oh weird I do that in an understated way like don't let them know too much about you because keep people guessing I don't so I don't... Yeah, I don't... No, you go ahead. Oh, uh, gosh, you just you ruined it. No, no, uh, go ahead.
2: You didn't know you were going to be the bathroom usher no. tonight, did what you? Are
4: we, we're in a bladder infection tonight. Know. She heard that. She heard that, and I feel bad for saying it. We can move that uh, into the ladder but, area. No, uh, so yeah, I don't... Uh, but uh, I want to be... There. Yeah, I want to do all the stuff everyone wants to do and yeah. and have kids and all that. Yeah. Dude, what do you think but about... I mean, also, stand-up is a huge obstacle. I've, I, It sounds like an excuse, but I've been like, okay, let me focus on getting healthy. Let me get a new leg. Let me move. Let me get better at stand-up. Let me record a special. And all of a sudden, over a year has passed, and you're like, wait, I'm like a loner, you know? But fulfilled, like, I think there's... People frown on being alone, but it's also really productive. And I'm not like a weirdo, but uh, that's how I feel right now. You know.
2: This is my sister. She is single. Oh, <laughs> she is on hiatus from being a location scout director in TV and movies, and she feels the same way. She's yeah, like. Yeah. Meet a guy. She's been through some funky stuff. And, like, I want to be alone and productive. And so she's doing all sorts of music and podcasts. We have
4: to we have to wrap it up now because he's introducing the
2: next show. So I know it just got awkward, but look her up. <laughs> I want to match make you two. I think you guys are perfect together. That's all. Thank you, Chris. We love you. You're the best. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Joe. I know. I had to at throw it ends. in at the end. <laughs> I had to try to. I match make it. i just i think he's so cool and you're so cool and a lot you guys remind Aww. me a lot of each other <laughs> honestly it's so funny and i think you'd be a fun even if you know whatever it would be fun to hang out with him and he would be a cool like honorary uncle or a friend or whatever because oh my god he's just like That's so funny he would be our buddy he was born your same year yeah he was uh
0: i know We're like we're totally we're, in the wheelhouse
2: yeah. we talk about all the same stuff and
0: Isn't that funny when you hear, you're like, okay, part of the tribe. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah Very, you're so funny, though. I love that. I know. And what a nice guy. What a super cool, sweet guy. And and I love that woodsy theme room. That's always been my thing. I had to, I'm part of this program, The Art of Freelance, and... I've talked about it before, but it's a 10 week program where you launch one of your projects and I'm doing a 12 song album, Yay. original music, but also it was very much in the beginning about getting to what is your bigger goal? What do you really want in life? And kind of seeing yourself in the space that you want to live in. Anytime I've done any kind of cookie exercise like this or be a part of a program, mm-hmm. it's always that I create my theme room house i always have different themes in each room I love it and I totally dig it so the fact that he was doing that was awesome did you hear me <laughs> doing his
2: room like that did you hear me keep trying to interject it's like heikey it's like heikey did you hear that what's <laughs> run, that run? no it's, it's like what <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled heikey <laughs> what are you talking I about know. i think that's what both of you are <laughs> she's having his stroke it's just a ignore him yeah no <laughs> it's this it's this word. I think it's like from Scandinavia, like Finland. <laughs> it's spelled H Y G G E. And it means like just relaxed Nordic living. And so it's like oh. a space with lots of wood and Jesus. fur and like textiles I love and knitted that. things and soft <laughs> things and fireplaces and tea. And it's like oh, you're that creating so hygge.
0: I just got relaxed, except for then I
2: want to give you... I feel like I'm shopping Get that at thing out of your throat. Heige. yeah, Heige! I think... I don't even know. Is that how you say it? I'll have to look this up. But. I think I dated that guy, the Austrian bicyclist. Heige! <laughs>
0: anyway. Anyway, yeah, that's cool. That was me yeah. in the background
2: talking about that, but it just did not make its way through <laughs> the loud bar. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was kind of loud. I love uh, the comments
0: about... Uh, How's that gonna be clearing this original music? I know yeah. that was the best.
3: Anyway, Ugh.
0: but what what a great night! Yeah, and super they fun. were so funny. My God, and you know, yeah, hats off. I wanted. I keep thinking of the words.
2: Kudos, hats off, hikey, <laughs> congrats, hikey <laughs> to those guys who get up there and do it. That's Yay. right. Which kind of inspired you? You're looking for an agent again, and um. Open to yeah. auditions yeah. and open to stand-up. I love this. I think this is awesome for you. So. I think
0: it's just a whole time period. Yes. And it first started, dun, dun dun Well, I've been behind the camera for so long, behind the scenes for a long time. I really wanted to work that muscle where you know how to write your own stuff right. and edit it if you have to and shoot your own videos. And so I, I kind of got yeah. stuck in that world for so long and I really... And, you know, you start making money and I stayed in the production side. And now I realize the creative part, which is that other very vulnerable Mm -hmm. part of getting up in front of people and expressing yourself and more emotive, I guess, all of that. It would be a good time to kind of work that because I'm kind of too behind the scenes now. That's
2: fun. Yeah. So it's a good balance. Totally. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I think watching a a cameraman, your friend is a cameraman, get up there and do it. And so there's a little bit of balance there. Right. So you can kind of.
0: Yeah. And it kind of. So that was helpful. And talking to Chris Fairbanks, it was like, oh, my gosh, these guys are out there. And they're really just the energy in the room Mm -hmm. and seeing people who you have to make the effort. That's the thing. I do it from. My house, when I record mm-hmm. music, which I'm doing now and doing this album and everything, it's very you're kind of isolated. And I realize I want to shift that to where I'm out with people more, right? Um, and you're
2: so fun with like a group of people and collaborating and working off each yeah, other's I want to collaborate more and, too, yeah. That's your it's all
0: that flow, yeah. Happy place. yeah. being with, yeah, I think so. And I think just uh, I watched this the TED talk I gave you, I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. it, but. It was like this guy, the whole TED Talk was about happiness. All he did was I was feeling sad. I typed in happiness, and I loved TED Talks, and I looked at his. And it was a guy who, for the past, he didn't start the study, but he was one of the members that now has taken it. Uh, Yeah, is
2: he like the third director of it or the fifth director?
0: Yeah, he was the fourth director of this program. It started in the 40s, and it was they followed people all throughout their lives.
2: So these guys, they started at like 19 years old. I think they started a group it before of, that. Wasn't it even maybe. turn of the century? I think it's like a 75. Did you watch it? Oh, no, maybe like 20s. 75 year study oh. or something from Harvard. Some longevity study of just like lifestyles and people. And
0: people and what makes them mm-hmm. happy.
2: And at the end of this whole thing,
0: see, you wrap it up so eloquently, but the end of this whole thing, they derived that the thing that makes people the happiest is community having uh, a partner Mm -hmm. that you do not fight with if it's a volatile relationship then a lot of people would have early you know memory loss dementia and would die earlier the ones who were in good good relationships but the relationship was kind of the key of the study to be around community right and people that uh you care about that you help and that you love it's all about love So you can say uh, it is all about love and this sounds very simplistic but the fact that it was an actual scientific study and you should watch the mm-hmm.
2: youtube video right yeah um, brain scans and the whole thing so point being
0: is i think that i've spent a lot of years just being a little bit more on the like i'm kind of i'll sit and do projects by myself a lot and i want to shift that what do you think
2: i agree do projects With me and others. And hang with you. I
0: want to hang with you. I love this and I love hanging with family. I always feel so good and then I come back to my little L.A. cottage and sometimes I get sad because it's, you know. But I have to force myself to go out. and.
2: Yeah. You have a, a bevy of people you could hang out with and that would have you. But I think you should sign up for classes and do that. And you do. You do. But like this pretty funny women podcast that I listen to and they do classes and it's geared toward teaching women specifically to get up and do stand up. And, um, I'm like, you got to take this class. Sherman Oaks, even though it's a drive, you could do it. And so I don't know, I think this would all be really cool and fun and exciting. So.
0: Yeah. Just for a challenge. I think all of that, just being scared. And the thing that Okay, I don't want to keep talking so long because I want to stay on the comedy tip. But one of the things that opened this up is I went and... I <laughs> Someone talked me into doing vegan, vegetarian speed dating. I've never done anything like this in my life. But um, not to digress, we'll talk about that at another time. Except that was a very big, uncomfortable, vulnerable thing to go to this thing to... Be open to whatever is gonna happen happens, and put yourself out there. It was so freaky at the same time. That also helped move that that sort of vulnerability, which I think comes with being up in front of people and right. acting and possibly doing comedy. And I don't know if people that goes away for some people that you just get it's gets so routine that you just jump on stage and you're. like, Burr. I'm sure it does. I mean, I've heard yeah. actors talking about that. Not as much comedians. What do you? Have you heard comedians who are like, yeah, I don't get nervous anymore. Even Chris, he got Yeah. like Chris Fairbanks was saying it was that he still gets nervous and you hear that from a lot of right. people. So
2: I'm sure once you get in I think there, that
0: keeps you alive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's like that adrenaline rush and why people, you know, go mountain biking or whatever to do that big loop de loop. Yeah. Um Maybe if
0: you're more in the arts, artsy world, then this would be the buzz that you get.
2: All right, I love you, Jules. I just want to wrap you, this Jill. up by saying that we had such a fun time in Santa Monica at Westside Comedy Theater. Everybody was so nice that we met. The comedians were great, and thank you for lending us your voices. Um kudos. There it is. Kudos to Chris Taylor for getting up there the virgin sacrifice. That was awesome. And um you ween Chris Fairbanks for talking for us for us Uh, talking for us (laughs) thank you for talking for us everybody please look these comics up um Chris Fairbanks especially and listen to Do You Need a Ride Wayne Fetterman and Wayne Fetterman he's on a million different podcasts um yeah it was all great and we're inspired especially weens we'll watch for you next um you want to do our social wiener rise our social media stuff
0: hey um no let's do a mother's day oh Uh, we want to do a nice little shout out to our sweet and lovely mother right
2: okay but first please follow us on all the social media and rate and review and thank you for everyone for sharing that means the world the number one way we can grow is through friends and family talking about us. so thank you okay thanks happy mother's day it's coming on sunday happy mother's day here it comes
0: Can we thank you for being our mom We figured best expressed in this dedication song I've always thought you've had magical super mom Powers you must since my birthing took
2: 48 hours, sorry You did the laundry room in Raggedy Ann and Andy For this I'd forgive you for the no junk food or candy Just
0: kidding, we know that was more dad Was so classy, wet shoulders, perfume.
2: Sorry, I released the large snakes in my room. My favorite was calling you Mama Joyce, Mama Joyce. Dirty guy friends later changed it to Joyce's Choice. I forever bought you gifts
0: of your favorite almond roca. This is hard to rhyme. Do you like
2: Lee Iacocca? You love Cocker Spaniels and your Chrysler LeBaron Your 80's MC Hammer Pants and that gold LeMay you were wearing.
1: Ooh!
2: I'll never
0: forget you designed my unicorn cake And how you drove
2: us a thousand times to the cool golden skate You made us kiss you goodnight to check for beer on our breath So, you know, Jolly Ranchers work to cover this best.
0: You listened to our problems and you tried to understand. You went through a reggae phase, almost joined a George Marley
2: band. Bob Marley, (laughs) whoops. You taught me to face challenges and to walk through my fear. Did you tell that to Thayer's kid who you threatened to cut off his ear? You've always been strong and you were your own boss I
0: still have nightmares about jackets from that store where I got lost
2: My boobs look like two frog eyes cresting the water But you got me a used bra from your co-worker Nancy's daughter And for
0: all that
2: we've put you through
0: All our silly drama Amazing and wonderful, Mama, we love you.